Hey, Job. Hey, Ken. All right, so um, I found an article over here. Okay. Uh, of note to us, I guess, just based on things that we've talked about in the past. Uh, this article is on InsideHook.com. What the fuck? I don't know what that website is. I'm just sourcing I'm, I'm, it. I'm noping the fuck out immediately. This, I got this recommended to me by uh, Google, uh, which can just recommend you news articles, apparently, based on your interests, so... I guess through looking up Rocky in the past, while we were watching Rocky, uh, it recommended me this, because I searched it a lot, I guess. Uh, the article is titled, One Guy Just Mapped Out the Insane Training Montage in Rocky II, uh, by Kirk Miller. And, uh, basically, it's based on Reddit posts of people discussing this, and, uh, it turns out that when Rocky runs that giant, long, overblown marathon at the end of Rocky Two, Yeah. That is 31 miles, judging off of the locations in the background of the shots. Jesus Christ. Rocky had to run 31 miles to have that uh, be humanly possible. <laughs> he is superhuman. W- yes, uh, and that's how he beat Apollo Creed. And so are all the kids that were running around him yes, and shit. Yes, they are just as too. good. They can beat Apollo Creed, too. I didn't know, like, it was, like, a prerequisite to live in Philly that you had to be a cross-country runner. (laughs) The, uh, argument against this is that the montage could have been just that and is a montage of separate training runs that Rocky went on. So, although Rocky is wearing same gear in every one of those shots, it does take place over an extended period of time because it does cut back to, uh... Adrian in different stages of pregnancy during this segment. Okay. But I was under the assumption that that part of it was just one run. Right. Because he's wearing the same shit the whole time. Right. But it doesn't necessarily have to be. But I think it's funny to imagine that he went on a 31-mile run just because. That's what you got to do. He's <laughs> Rocky train. is Rocky is God. Look, he got to the point where he was doing that Russia snow training that was fucking ridiculous. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like the same energy as running thirty-one miles. So, I guess we'll take it. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think it's realistic. I don't know. While we're talking about Rocky, what do you think is going to happen in the future here? Are they going to make a Creed three? Probably. I would assume. Are so. they going to make it before Stallone dies? Dies? Yes. Okay. Are they going to kill him in Creed 3? Yes. I feel like they kind of have to do this if they're going to do this. Like, I, I think he'd be willing to. I, I I haven't seen the movie yet, and I don't know how much interest I have in seeing it, but Last Blood is coming out this year, and I have to assume that he's going to kill off Rambo at the end of that movie. I'm sure. Otherwise, it wouldn't just be called Last Blood. That makes it sound pretty final. They're probably not making a Rambo movie after that. You know what I mean? No, well, huh. I mean, hey, who knows? <laughs> a lot of the Rocky movies were intended to be the last Rocky movie, and then they weren't. So, I, I think adding some finality to that character would probably be good for the series as a whole. Which is, uh, I think, that series has been the most consistent that we've watched so far. Everything else has been filled with jank and sucked. Except for one or two entries. Yep. So... And we're going to talk a Bless that franchise. That oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, get ready. Let's let's just... Uh, let's just load the gun and get it over with. 
hit the button. Chick, chick. Well, I meant the button to start the show, not the... Boom. the oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, God. I am dead. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm dead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm dead. Oh, no. Oh, God, I'm dead! Everybody, welcome to the Gen and Jub Show. That is Gen. Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Jub. Hey, what's going on, guys? Be sure to like and subscribe. Please like, please subscribe, or my mom will chop off my dick. Oh. Please. I'm, I'm not going to like and subscribe now. Oh, goodbye. You deserve it after saying that. Goodbye, PP. <laughs> goodbye, PP. <sighs> Today, we're going to talk about. Great film, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, sure. uh, And finish off our discussion of all things related to Dino DNA. I'm glad. I'm very glad we're done with this franchise. I want to get the fuck out of here. Uh, I mean, it's not the worst time we've had on Gen and Jub, for sure, but, like... Well, hey, it could get topped, because we're going to do another uh, spin the wheel, don't rattle me bones later, so... See what we're watching next pretty soon here. Yeah. I'm excited to find out. The wheel has a bunch of garbage on it. We'll get to it later on. Uh, I guess for now, what are we talking about? I guess I can kick this off by complaining. I could totally complain right now. have we ever complained on this show? I've never complained to this program once in my entire fucking life. Well, listen up, kids. Yeah, me either. Especially not about The Walking Dead, my favorite television program. Oh, is that happening today? It is, but in a surprising way. Oh, okay. We'll get to it in a bit. All right, all right. Well, I'll start off with a good old game that I love so much that I've talked about about four or five times in this podcast, Apex Legends. Oh! Started a new event today. Oh, uh, boy. Yes, it is. They always do these like mid-season events because they have the, their individual seasons. And then about, about halfway through, they'll, they'll start up these events where they add some new stuff to the game and give you some new stuff to do. So, this new event, it adds solo queuing to the game, which Apex Legends by default is a 3v3 team-based game. Oh, so this adds a 1v everybody mode? Yeah, it's like a, a free-for-all. Yeah, 60-person yeah, free-for-all mode. Okay, how is that? I haven't played it yet. Okay. But from what I've heard, it's 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 pretty all right. The, the thing that makes it, it... It takes away a little bit from what it makes Apex special because all the characters in the game have all these different abilities that are meant to assist your teammates. Yeah, so I bet certain characters are just There are certain characters in the game that I can only imagine are just bad. In single player. Right. Strange. Okay. And others are, like, really damn good for it, so... That's not the part that's egregious. There's there's an egregious part the entire internet is blowing up about right now, especially the Apex fan base. So they added a bunch of challenges that you could do over these next two weeks. With them, when you, you unlock new skins, and they are some of the coolest-looking skins... That they've put in the game yet. They, they finally all look added awesome. good skins to the game? There are some great skins in I know this. I launched Apex had uh, bad skins. Garbage, yeah. nothing skins. Pretty much, yeah. Doing these challenges earns you a currency called crowns. You spend them on loot boxes. Oh. That's right. Everything, every, all this new stuff in this, uh, in this new event comes out of loot boxes. Not stuff you could just earn flat out. You have to earn the you you could earn loot boxes and then open them up. But so all the skins are in the loot boxes. Yes, but playing free to play, right? You can only 
at the most, you can only unlock four items from it, doing free-to-play. The rest you have to buy. Loot boxes. Oh, so it's literally just locked behind the loot boxes. It is locked behind a paywall. So, a lot of people online are like, alright, so we have to... No, they didn't really have to. Like, let's see how much it would cost to get everything in this in this new event. So people on Reddit calculated exactly how much it would cost to obtain all of the new items that come from this event. You would have to buy 22 loot boxes for 154 US dollars, or if you don't get everything, 24 loot boxes for 168 US dollars. The loot boxes are that expensive? Just single loot box? They're seven dollars a piece. Oh my god! How much crap do you get out of one? Uh, or one or two items. For $7? Yep. Are you high? They clearly are. I know this is a free-to-play game, but that's insane. That is actually egregious. Yeah, these prices are absolutely outrageous, dude. The internet is, at least the Papex fan base, is exploding over this. Especially since Re- Respawn is normally known as a pretty reasonable and well-run company who... At least gives you a chance to get all the shit you want. Do you think this is an EA decision? Nope. No. No. Uh, Respawn has said multiple times that EA has absolutely no hand in the development or future development of Apex. Okay, but when you do this, I don't believe that. I don't know. I don't believe that. I feel like they are... Why would you do this? I feel like they are... uh, They have this free-to-play game that's only moderately popular that they need to make money off of. This isn't going to work. No. No, this is going to drive people away from your fucking game that you need to keep eyes on. If I didn't like the gameplay as much as I I do, I would probably quit playing because of this. I don't like it at all. I don't like it one bit. Hey, man. That's how I feel about Crash Team Racing right now. Yeah. Though, even that pales to this. At least Apex Legends $7 loot boxes. Yeah, at least Apex Legends is free to play. Like, I don't have to buy Crash Team Racing, and now they're like, oh, look, there's microtransactions. They added a tab to the storefront, by the way, or or it was there, and I didn't notice it before, that uh, you just hit R1, and then it's like, hey, go buy some Womp Fruit with your money. No. Go to the PlayStation Store. Link fucking here. get rid of it. Throw it in the trash. Yeah, throw, throw it all in the trash. It's fucking bad, and I fucking hate it, and I want it to get out of gaming forever. Loot boxes especially are egregious enough as it is and making it so all of these unique and really cool skins out of your event that is only available for two weeks by the way oh okay just spend 200 bucks real quick get locked behind an almost 200 dollars paywall for everything for everything if you want to get everything which well dedicated players might want everything and i would love i do in the crash event yeah same same thankfully i'm not buying it with actual fucking money buying it with the in-game currency (laughs) Yeah, same thing. I don't have the option, which sucks. Yeah. There's, there's, it is impossible for me to get everything unless I spend money. It's like if I wanted the skins in that game, I'd have to actually buy them. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. That's so fucking bad. Yeah, that's terrible. And, re- and rightfully so, the internet's blowing up about it. Respawn hasn't made any comments yet, but I'm sure they will. Maybe they'll take it out. Maybe they'll make it so uh, you could just unlock them. That'd be nice. Well, that would be nice. This... this feels like something they didn't think through. No, they, they they clearly didn't think this through. It's badly timed. All they had to do was just like... Not that there would be a good time for it. Because the boxes guarantee that you get one of the event items, one or two of the event items that you that you didn't get, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just keep adding challenges and just have you complete X amount of challenges until you get everything? Or if you don't want to do that, you could just spend money. 
Easy. They just Only bragged on stage to people around E3. It wasn't at E3. I think it was at the, the Star Wars event. Yeah. About how their fucking Star Wars game will not have loot boxes. They used it as a selling point, as a marketing tool to sell their game. Yep. That they don't have loot boxes in that game. Right. And then the same company does this shit? Yep. For real, though? Yep. For really real? Come on. Yep. They need to rethink this entirely. I don't mind microtransactions in a free-to-play game. I mind loot boxes in them, though. Well, Apex has always had microtransactions, right? They've, they've also always had loot boxes. Sure. Make them cheaper. Yeah, seven dollars is insane. Or the normal loot boxes aren't that much. The ability to, you know, maybe a lot of games, but the the ability to grind for the coins should still be there, the crowns or whatever you call it. Yeah, they, they should let you. They only give you enough crowns if you complete all the challenges that are available in the event. They only give you enough crowns to get two items. Yeah, that's or two boxes. That's stupid, and you might not even get what you want. That's a low chance. It's loot box. There's like skins for every character. There's like a skin for every character in the game. Yeah, okay. You're probably going like, to get, like, two skins for the characters you don't play as. Yeah, there's Thanks. Like, Good. I think there's, like, 16 items. And you can only get, if you're, like, up to four of them. Fuck off. Fuck right off. There's not news that I was expecting to hear from Apex. They added a new area in the map that's pretty cool, but, like, I don't know, I'm kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. I just, I just have to keep trying to plant Doom 2. Instead, how are you doing on those plats? I have one trophy left to get in Doom One. It is just complete nightmare and co-op. Okay. I got all the other trophies. The deathmatch trophy is easy to farm. All you have to do is just grab another controller and set them up. Just kill them over and over again. Oh, fun! It, it doesn't take long. <laughs> it doesn't take that long, especially you. You just do it in the first area in Doom. No. Oh, okay. you, you use a secret to get the rocket launcher, then you just kill in one shot. Well, there you go. And then you just keep falling around the map, shooting the rocket launcher oh. until you get your, your kills. And yeah, you have to get to 100. The, I'll look into that shit eventually. Then, uh, if I feel like it's attainable, I'll go for the plat. It's, it's attainable. It's, both of them are very attainable. They're not that bad. Doom 3's is uh, not. Right. Yeah, Doom 1 and 2 ain't too bad. There's, there's the uh, beat the game in under two hours trophy, which going into it, I thought was going to be really tough. But then somebody on good old PSNTrophies.org broke down how it works, and it's actually really simple because all it does is it takes your cumulative time for each level and it, and then like puts it together. Oh, okay. So you can go for certain times, probably. Right. So all you have to do is like between your total, like your fastest level clear between each level. If it adds, if at any point it adds up to under two hours, the trophy will proc. Okay. Like I didn't even have to. I didn't even have to finish the game to get that trophy. Oh, interesting. Okay. I just played a lot of levels that I knew I could beat quickly, and then beat them that, that I took my time on last time. I beat them really quick, and yeah. then the trophy popped. Okay, okay. Before I even finished the game. Cool. <laughs> okay. Mm. I'm dead. Mm. Genhart is dead. All right, let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead, kids. Oh boy. Your favorite show and mine. Go bed. Now, I've previously said, and I don't even want to fucking talk about it, but I've previously said that uh, season 5A, the first eight episodes, uh, was probably... it. Well, I've, I've finished it all finally, and I've uh, thought about it a lot, and it's at the bottom of my ranking list 
of all the seasons of Walking Dead that I went through in a previous Skin and Job episode way long time ago. Yeah. It's at the bottom of that list. Okay. It is the worst eight episodes they've ever made for this show. Or the other show. Damn. In The Walking Dead's history, it's the worst eight episodes. But I figured, you know, I would hold off on giving my thoughts about that. Because A, unlike how it usually is, the break between the halves was very short this time around. It was two weeks or three weeks or something like that. Yeah. It's already back with season uh, 5B. Yeah. uh, And it's going to go right into the next season of The Walking Dead. And this is probably going to start being more of a common occurrence because now there is... uh, a third show coming that's going to have, I think, a shorter season, at least initially. Um, and I'm more interested in that one than anything else in the Walking Dead universe currently because that's uh, going to be uh, semi being made by... I forget his name. The guy did Kong Skull Island? The guy that did Kong Skull Island and is uh, supposed to be doing the Metal Gear Solid movie. But uh, he seems like a cool dude, so maybe they'll have a fresh take on it. Uh, I'm I hope not so. certain. I mean, I, I think this franchise is just hard to make content for anymore. But it is, it is, and uh, my investment in it is sinking by the minute. Uh, the comics over, and the comic ended really well, and now I don't really care as much about all the connective tissue of the franchise, if you will. Yeah, uh, especially Fear the Walking Dead, which has been proven to be quite a waste of time. Uh, ever since they decided to kill off a lot of characters and kill off their lead character and replace her with Morgan. Uh, I initially liked their idea and execution of changing the show like that, and I found it uh, kind of surprising and interesting. But now we've got to a point where every single character is the same character. Oh, no. So... You got Morgan, and Morgan's like, I did a lot of bad things in my past, and uh, I'm trying to atone for him and be a better person now. And you got Alicia, and she's like, uh, I did a lot of bad things in my past, and I'm trying to atone for him and be a better person now. And, uh, or, well, hey, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll re-add Daniel. Daniel's been gone from the show a long time. Maybe he'll add a fresh perspective. Daniel's like, I've been a bad person in the past, and I got a lot of things to atone for, but I'm trying to be a better person now. Uh, okay, maybe we'll add Dwight from The Walking Dead. He'll cross over. Maybe he'll give a different perspective. And then Dwight's like, I was a bad person in the past, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to atone for it and be a better person now. <laughs> do you get, oh do you get the idea God. here? Do you get the idea here? So all your characters uh, have trope. become uh, good Samaritans, and that was what those first eight episodes focused on. And, and obviously it's still what is being focused on in the next eight But I want to talk specifically about the newest episode of the show because, you know, I haven't, I don't have a list of all the episodes in front of me and I I don't, I don't remember every single episode individually necessarily, but if I had to guess, this is one of the worst episodes of television that this franchise has produced yet. Episode nine of season five, the beginning of the second half is called channel four. And it is found footage style. Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted your reaction from that. What? So Why? The, the entire episode is from the perspective of uh, Al, Al is filming them as they uh, basically give office style interviews about their mission to 
save people in the post-apocalypse. Uh, they talk about themselves. They talk about, you know, they even give like, you know, a, a, an example incident where they help a woman. Uh, and we see that all play out in real time. And it's all just stupid. Not, I mean, there's like, you know, maybe there's a good laugh here and there. You know, there's still a couple good characters on this show. But for the most part, this is an ex, this is a weird style that doesn't fit this show. Yeah, it's so... And it feels like a weird, melodramatic, overly sincere episode of The Office, but with zombies. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing they've ever tried to do. What the I fuck? I don't understand what they were thinking. God, they just want to use all. more tired tropes, even in filmmaking. And, and there's next to nothing making me want to watch the next episode in the show. They tried to have... There's a brief part at the end that isn't found footage... Because it's like all under the guise of some character watching the footage. And then that character kind of joins the bad guy group. And, and the bad guy group is the worst bad guy group they've ever came up with for this show so far. Uh, there is next to no character. It's almost lazy in its execution. It almost feels like a parody of a Walking Dead villain. Uh, in as much as like just his effectiveness is not there so far. <laughs> He's done nothing that has really actually done anything bad to our characters so far. That had the guise of it, but like nothing has happened. Uh, his execution of punishing this individual at the end of this episode leaves a lot to be desired. Like once you get to the Negan, and Negan is literally just cracking people's skulls, you can't just then go to a character's like you know right, the Punisher. We're gonna shoot your bike, and you better not, you know, follow us. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> like yeah, okay. What a brutal killer, man. <laughs> like it's. I mean, maybe they wanted more nuance to it and didn't want him to be a psychopath and just wanted him to be, like, kind of a dick, but that doesn't make it interesting. And all the characters being just all the same, including the ones that, like, the most interesting thing about their character was that they were gray, it is such a bizarre turn for this show, and I have no clue what they're thinking. It is some God. of the dumbest television I've ever seen in the history of my existence on this planet. <laughs> so that's how that's going. Oh, I'll be sure to update you as it goes. Please. I'm going to be fucking for real, though. This might be the last season of this show that I watch ever because it got renewed for a season six. And I feel no, unless all the characters fucking die or something crazy happens, no drive to watch season six. You know, I'll keep watching the main show because now I'm a little curious what they do now that they're totally not going to follow the comics and they're going to do all this other shit. And I got a little bit of drive to watch that third spinoff, which just because based on who's making it and I guess there's that Walking Dead movie that'll probably suck, but at least that's only two hours of my time. We'll see. <laughs> uh... I don't want to pay money to see that, so I might not see that either. Uh, fuck this franchise into the ground. Yeah, I, I did watch a better show. Uh-uh. You know? uh, so after watching all of The Boys, uh, season one, I was like, oh yeah, Garth Ennis uh, also wrote Preacher, and there's a show based on that. I'm going to watch that, because uh, it's ending soon. And uh, I'm really curious to how that goes, because unlike The Boys, which has a pretty good amount of buzz around it, and people are actually actively talking about it, and I'm seeing advertisements for it everywhere. I've heard next to nothing about Preacher. Basically nothing. The ads were going ham before the first season aired. 
Yeah, but that's the that, one I heard the most off. about it was season one of Preacher. We watched the first episode after Game of Thrones, if I remember right. Yes. Because uh, that was like something we were actually excited for, the yeah, first it, episode. And it was okay. Well, okay, so I finished uh, the first season. I'm in the second season now. And the second season is uh, way fucking better than the first season. That's good. But uh, I'll briefly review the first season, I guess. Um, that is a confusing season. It felt like after they were done making the show, they decided to make a prequel to the show and put out a season that was like the prequel to Preacher. And like in and of itself, like it feels like there's a lot of characters and threads that are extinguished by the joke ending of the season. And yet it doesn't feel like they should have been. But, like, I don't know. It was so weird. It basically, like, to, I'm going to spoil the whole season. Okay. Uh, the town that the season takes place in explodes in a fart cloud at the end of the season. Right. Uh, a methane explosion happens. And that means that your entire side cast, beyond the three main characters, is fucking dead. <laughs> They're all dead now. And we spent a significant amount of time with those characters, and it's not like I'm going to miss any of them, but, like, a lot of them had significant development and time devoted to them, and that's confusing to me. Like, why did you go through all this work just to kill them in a fart cloud? That was the weirdest shit. Other than that, I feel like they kind of nailed the tone of Preacher without going as overboard as Garth Ennis likes to do. And I think the three leads are really well, but the more I get through this series, the more I'm, like, questioning their portrayal of Jesse. Because as your lead, he's going to be the character you spend the most time with and you see the most growth of, you'd assume. And, And I guess that's true, but in the comics, Jesse is basically just morally just 100% of the time. None of his decisions are necessarily bad ones. I mean, some of them, but, like, you identify with his morals throughout the comic. He is the hero. He is, like, a prototypical Western hero. And as such, you never feel like he's an asshole or unlikable or morally unsound. In this, he is morally unsound. (laughs) Like, basically the whole time. I just got through an episode where he's, like, beating up and torturing a man, and it feels very fucked up that he's doing so. Uh, They're experimenting with changing his character in this way. I don't know how much of that I like. It's very different. I'm willing to see where it goes, though. Preacher isn't bad, but I do think the comic just handled the material better. Unlike The Boys, which I kind of feel the opposite about so far. I feel like the comic might not be as good as the show's take on this material. But we'll see how that goes, too. Uh, It's interesting. Either way, like... Man. (laughs) What a weird decision. I I don't get it. It's It's like if they killed everyone in Breaking Bad at the end of the first season of Breaking Bad, except for Walt and Jesse. They just hand out. They just kill everyone else. Like, that would be the weirdest shit ever, right? I don't know. It's very weird. It's handing out L's. (laughs) So, anyway... What what uh, what else happened? Nothing. You want to talk about anything? Nothing. Nothing at all happened. Uh, absolutely nothing. 
nothing. I'm gonna keep talking about how nothing happened while I double check to make sure nothing actually happened. Oh, nothing I mean, happened. Okay. Well, here's the thing. We talked about Ninja last week going to Mixer. Um, there was a uh, that had an interesting development. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we could talk about that real quick. Yes. All right. So yes, last week we talked about Ninja making his move to Mixer. And since then, his Twitch account has just kind of stayed on there, lying dormant on Twitch. Kind of like an abandoned house. Oh, it's not really being dormant. But, uh, yeah. It's like an abandoned house, but that abandoned house has 12 portals inside of it that goes like, hey, we know you wanted to go to this house, but here are 12 similar houses that you can go to right now through these portals. Twitch put on Ninja's dormant page uh, a bunch of restreams and... Hosts of different Fortnite streamers, and one of them turned out to be uh, somebody who, using the Fortnite tag, somebody who was getting away with uh, streaming porn on Facebook for over two hours, and it stayed up there, boy. On Facebook? Hmm? You mean Twitch? That's what I meant. I don't know why I said Facebook. Sorry oh, about that. I don't know. I meant Twitch. Yeah, well, it either stayed, way, that should be illegal. It's, I don't yeah, know it stayed that, live on happened. Twitch for mm. two hours. Not illegal, illegal, but like illegal by their terms. Of it definitely, service. it definitely violated TOS. Yeah, but. it's just very bizarre that it happened at all. Like I would think that they would notice immediately. This is not the first time, particularly if it's tagged as Fortnite. Uh, that's not how I remember Fortnite goes. This is not the first Where time are we that dropping boys <sighs> in the mm. bussy. <laughs> yeah, this is not the first time. That somebody has gotten away with just streaming porn on Twitch for well, extended of amount of time. It's not the first time, but. You'd think they would notice, you know, before they put it on Ninja's recommended. Right. Tabs. So you got Twitch doing a big old double no-no on this one, where they are using Ninja's channel even though he's not there. Yeah. So that's already stupid. Not so that's already ne- messed necessarily up. Necessarily great. Right. And then little kids who wanted to see Ninja's channel didn't know he moved the mixer yet. Oh yeah, they saw the full penetration. And they saw some fucking porn. <laughs> Yeah. So Ninja had to go online and apologize for it. Which, it's not even his fault, but he still has to do and that. And you know what Twitch has said about it? Barely jack shit? Nothing. Well, the one guy apologized, but... But nothing of substance. Nothing of substance, right. Yeah. Nothing His response left a lot to be desired because it really sounded like he was like, you know... It's not, oh, I mean, we, we were experimenting with recommended thingies and, and like, even even disregarding the porn. I think the weird yeah, recommended tabs is a bad move because it takes away a lot of freedom from a Twitch streamer. Yeah. And gives a lot more of the focus to Twitch. Like, I don't necessarily think everyone wants to recommend these 12 other streams of content that they stream. Absolutely. When they're away. Yeah. That is direct competition, kind of. Yeah. That's like if McDonald's was closed and the sign said, go to Burger King. Right. I, I, I don't think they would do that. Now, obviously, that's kind of, like, not necessarily true to everyone. Like, you know, a lot of streamers of certain games hang out or play the game with other people who stream the game. But then that's up to their choosing. You know, you can have it so that you host someone while you're away. And that's fine, and I think it should remain that way. Yes. If you want to promote someone, that should be your choosing. You shouldn't be promoting someone against your own will, because there's lots of ways for that to go bad. Or at least just for that to be annoying, and not what you prefer. So, thanks, Twitch. 
Oh, and it can also recommend you porn, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> On two, top of all of that. Two whole ass hours worth of it before it got taken down. That's a lot. Yeah. I would like to see the chat. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I, I, I turned, tuned into one one time just to see the chat. Yeah. The last time this happened, where mm-hmm. somebody got away with streaming porn for a long time, it was fucking great. <laughs> I'm just it was so funny. <laughs> all right. It was a... So, surprised faces. because we keep uh, having to talk about this. Ooh, The Walking Dead again? No. <laughs> there has been another shooting. Oh, that's not funny at all. Fuck. In Damn. Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, all police officers. All right. Six, six of them have been shot and three others have been injured. Due to an active gunman in Philadelphia, there was a standoff after a drug bust, and they are still in a standoff with that person. Oh, talking like right over, now, this mm-hmm. hasn't been resolved yet. No, this news dropped like early, early, earlier. So, here's an update: the suspect is still firing. Jesus fuck! Additional officers are also receiving treatment for non-gunshot injuries. Situation is active and ongoing. That says as of an hour ago. Doesn't stop. Well, you know, of course it doesn't. Because nothing actually got done we just every had, time this happens. We had just had three large shootings a week ago. Mm-hmm. And we're back at it again. America back on its bullshit. I mean, it's never going to not be on its bullshit. It's America. Continue, continue. You know what else was on its bullshit? I just wanted to bring it up. My heart's got to all the people, all the victims. Again, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. That's fucked up. You know what's fucked up? How Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom even got made. <laughs> Trust me, that's a horrible transition. I want you to go to hell right now. <laughs> that, that's a horrible transition. I want to go to hell. How did that movie get made? All right, so you know how, how? The, how, you know how the, the, the Jurassic World got made? Yeah. Yeah, that. But like... All right, <laughs> I want you to think about the history of this franchise for a second before you ask me that question, okay? How did it get made? How did any of these bad sequels get made, Josby? Money. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Money no, they're making. all bad sequels. They're all bad sequels. All the sequels World are bad. World is the best of the sequels. World 1. But, like, it still pales in comparison to Jurassic Park. Absolutely. All of these movies are skating off of the absolute success of one movie. There's one great movie in this franchise, and all the rest are... Eh. Yeah, they're, they're they're mediocre to shit. So here's the weird thing that I that I was thinking about. Um, that might not be incredibly apparent uh, just while watching Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom because it's a very bizarre movie in and of itself. Weirdest shit take on uh, the future of this franchise. Um, Jurassic World is kind of a remake of Jurassic Park. Yeah, it takes it. All it does is it changes it so that the park is open. During the events. But it's still... Something goes wrong. The dinosaurs attack the characters. And the characters are... A guy and a girl. Two kids. Maybe some... You know... Higher ups that uh, don't think what they did was wrong. But then maybe they learn that it was... Later on. Some of these characters are combined and interchangeable and what have you. Between park and world. But... It's basically the same general story of 
man thinks he can play God and makes dinosaurs. And then it goes even further in the world and they make a their own dinosaur up. And it goes completely and wrong. And then it goes wrong and kills people and then, then, you know, they have to fix the problem or at least escape alive. Same fucking movie, basically. And that's why World is the best of the sequels is just because it, it is Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, and it has enough original in it to at least keep it watchable as a movie. Uh, now... You would think when you would be making a sequel to that movie, you wouldn't just decide to do that again. But they kind of did. Jurassic World 2 is a remake of Jurassic Park 2. Basically. In a way, yeah. Which is stupid because no one likes Jurassic Park 2. Yeah, it goes to like the same places. The characters go back to the island. I mean, in in Park 2, it was a different island. The Lost World, if you will. But still, they go back to dangerous dinosaur-infested island, okay? Yeah. And their objective is to get the dinosaurs out of there in in world. But in Park, it's, it's more like just to like have photo evidence of their existence so that they can, whatever, sway the public eye or or something weird. I forget how Park 2 went. It was something along the lines of, like, getting there before the other people got there. Uh, In World, they're kind of working together. Whatever, we'll get into the plot in a minute. But basic conceit is the same, going to save the dinos. And then there's another group who isn't necessarily there to save the dinos. They're there to capture and exploit them for money. And then that happens. They take them back to fucking America and then to exploit them for money somehow in both movies. And then it goes wrong and dinosaurs get out and eat people. And then the problem has to be taken care of in both movies. The difference is in Jurassic World 2... Takes it further. Takes this concept further and also divides the concept differently than Park 2 did. Uh, Lost World kind of is a two-thirds of the movie is on the island, and then one-third is on San Diego. Yeah. Whereas this movie is basically two movies that have been combined into one movie. So movie A is on the island, and that's like an hour of the runtime, and then movie B is in the mansion, and that's like an hour of the runtime. 50-50 split. Yeah. Weird choice. Yeah, it's strange. Doesn't really follow the three act structure or anything. I mean, maybe it does. I I don't know. But it still technically does. I guess technically it does. But like, I guess the two locations are just divided. Yeah. World Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I just want to call it World Two because uh, fuck you. It shouldn't take me a year to say your movie title. Keep it short. (laughs) Yeah. Jurassic World Two. What happened in it, Jusby? So what happened in it? I don't know. <laughs> Jurassic World Two starts with a newscast of kind of talking about three. It's, it's we're three years after the fallout. Well, actually, it starts with them, the, an undisclosed group, going back to the island in a dark, stormy night setting. Oh and yeah, and then trying to get the, uh, the a piece uh, of the Indominus, piece of the Indominus Rex, right, to extract its nut and then <laughs> extract yeah. its essence. Uh, as we find out later, that's to, you know, basically just make another fucking dinosaur. 
Hey, it all what? continues and never fucking ends. People are stupid. Yeah, and you get you get a really movies. dumb schlocky scene where a guy, a researcher guy, is getting chased by a T Rex and I, he has to get to a helicopter yeah. and then he jumps up on on the helicopter helicopter rope that falls down for him. And then he avoids the T-Rex narrowly, and then Big Sea Dinosaur comes up and eats him. This sets him. the tone for the movie a little bit for me. Yeah, yeah. Because he's Big climbing schlock. up this ladder, and then, like, they, they escape the T-Rex, and he's like, yay! And they, like, actually celebrate, and they're yelling, like, yeah. And then the whatever the fucking sea dinosaur is... Yeah, Big Sea uh, Dinosaur ...goes the out of the water and fucking chomps down on him, and he's dead. While celebrating being alive. <laughs> Giant Which, rip is so schlocky and over the top that I'm dumbfounded. Uh, like, yeah. This movie leans harder into the schlocky B-movie nature of Jurassic Park than any of the other sequels, including Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which is crazy to think that it goes further than that movie, which is literally just people running away from dinosaurs the movie. But I digress. Uh, then we get a newscast. Yeah, then we get a newscast of, hey, it's three years after the fallout of Jurassic World, and there's a volcano about to erupt at Jurassic World. And Yeah, apparently there there's a volcano on the island the whole time that nobody decided about. to mention ever again. And it's getting ready to erupt, and it's going to kill all the dinosaurs. So there are activists out there wanting the government to go do something about it. And then Save we get the animals that... Like, okay, let's just get into this right now. The movie seemingly wants us to care about the dinosaurs. And it's okay if you do. But I don't, in terms of endangering people's lives to save them. Right, even then. I highly disagree with the lead characters in this movie's right. That's <laughs> That's where I have a problem, and I'm about to get to that. First, we have good old Jeffy Goldblum back, just briefly. Uh, at a Congress hearing, a good scene. yeah, talking about this and saying, "No, don't do this." <laughs> I like that he—he's the voice of reason to me because he's like, "No, nah, we should just let all the dinosaurs fucking die." <laughs> and then there's like actual like sh stupid like gasps in the audience, and he's like, "Well, I mean, like as awful as that is to say." The, we we upset the natural order of things by making dinosaurs exist again. The world is trying to correct itself by killing all of them in one fell swoop like it did fucking millions of years ago. Let them fucking die. I agree with Jeff Goldblum. Absolutely. But the movie seemingly doesn't want us to agree with Jeff Goldblum. Because... It seemingly wants us to agree with Claire. Yes, yeah, so enter Claire. She is working with a group of activists. Dino PETA. To get... The dinosaurs off the island to try to convince the government to do it. Why? Good question. Really good question. I don't know why. You figure after everything she went through in the last movie that um, she uh, wouldn't want to go back there or give a shit about what's going to happen to them. Like the other protagonists from the other Jurassic Park movies, when they had to go back to these islands, neither of them wanted to go. After the horrific shit they went through, they're like, fuck, no, I ain't going back there. Yeah, I would think so. That's actively crazy to go back to the dinosaur island. But for some reason, and she it just always really gives has a shit. been. She just really gives a shit about it these dinosaurs. It would have been better if they came up with some kind of weird scenario like, like, like the Lost World did. Like, yeah. Jeff Goldblum actively does not want to go to the island. It's only once he realizes that his girlfriend is on the island 
that he changes his mind and goes to the island, but the plan is to rescue her. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to go because Hammond asked him to. That's the thing. Yep. And speaking of Hammond, uh, Claire meets with not Hammond. Yes. <laughs> she has a phone call to meet with not Hammond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his name, not Hammond. It might as well be because, like, okay, I, I think I told you this while we were watching the movie. Uh, who who is the guy? Let me get the let me get the cast list because I wanted it anyway for a couple other people. Yeah, this I is James remember. Cromwell as Sir Benjamin Lockwood. Yes, uh, who apparently worked with- was a silent and a half partner of Hammond. And I say that because this is the first we're hearing about this man. Yeah. Five movies into this franchise that, as far as we knew, until now, the cloning of dinosaurs was spearheaded by Hammond and no one else. Right. I mean, obviously he had teams of geneticists, but like, so there's another guy who helped fund the rich man. Another rich man. This whole time. Bullshit. That is entirely bullshit, but I think there might be a a real reason why. Uh, Richard Attenborough, I I think I previously said died in the 90s because I'm an idiot. Yeah. He died actually around when Jurassic World came out. A little after, I think, even. Okay. Um, So, he was still alive for a time, maybe even when they were in the pre-planning stages of this film. So, maybe they actually wanted it to actually be Hammond. Yeah. And I think that could have been interesting. Absolutely. An even older Hammond who, like... Still cares about the dinosaurs and is still doing his things. But making it another character kind of feels like... Off. Very off and distrusting of the audience. You're just and, like, well, you not, can't expect that's us. That's a weird way to say it. But, like, you know what I mean. Like You can't expect us to believe that there's just another dude. Yeah. It feels about as stupid as inventing another island in the second movie. Right. All, all, the whole time they're another island. You know? It, it's one of those, like, sequel tropes where it's just like inventing a scenario so that a sequel can happen. Right. But this one feels unnecessary because you don't need this guy. You really don't. The Man. other guy could just lie to her and this guy doesn't have to exist. Yep, pretty much. Like, there's his nephew or whatever. Yeah. Played by uh, Rafe, Rafe Spall, who uh, you may not recognize the name, but uh, I recognize him. He's in every single Edgar Wright Cornetto movie. <laughs> No. Uh, his biggest role in those is in Hot Fuzz. He is one of the Andes, uh, who are the douche cops. That have oh, okay, with. yeah. Uh, he's great. Um, it, he's not so great in this movie, but that's part. He's for like the so typical in this movie. It feels like a script issue. He's like, he's just typical evil man. Yeah, but and, that's not apparent at first. I was actually calling that uh, wheelchair-bound not Hammond was going to be the evil man secretly. Because they just went through such lengths to make him appear nice. Yeah, we find out pretty quickly that he's just typical evil man, though. Very quickly. Yeah, so they ask they ask Claire to go to the island, and without hesitation, she's like, yeah, bullshit. I call bullshit on that one. <laughs> bullshit. After, after everything that fucking happened in that last film, you're going to want to go back? Yeah, bullshit. Oh, right. Bull but no, she immediately shit. wants to. Bullshit. Uh, he shows her a model of this sanctuary that they're going to put the dinosaurs on, and it's all going to be fine, and she believes him because he built a model. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rich uh, man has no evil intentions. It's also um, important <laughs> to note a uh, little girl living in this mansion as well. Yep. Little girl is um, the not daughter of not Hammond. 
uh, because it's the daughter of his granddaughter. Yeah. It's supposed to be his granddaughter. Yes. We'll get into what she actually is later. It's a dumb thing. It's really it's dumb. It's really dumb. And so, so when they're briefing her on what the objective is, you know, to get all the animals and bring them over, like, well, there's one we're having trouble with. And lo and behold, it's Blue, the raptor. Mm-hmm, which obviously was trained by uh, Action Man Action Chris Man Pratt. Chris Pratt. Big muscle man. <laughs> right. Chris Pratt. Uh, they enhance his actionness in this movie tenfold. Yes. He becomes... A fucking Resident Evil character in this movie. Fucking quick time and events. <laughs> yeah. Out of the, uh, the jaws of T-Rexes like just a boss. Beating the shit out of a bunch of people at one point. Just fucking CQC and a bunch of motherfuckers. Uh, he, he could probably take out the T-Rex by himself at this point in a fist fight. Because uh, yeah. they really just went over the top to Chris Redfield the fuck out of this man. <laughs> Short Absolutely. of punching a boulder, this is basically what we get in this movie mm-hmm. with Chris Pratt. Yep, uh, and they're like, okay, Claire, you gotta go convince him to come. And he doesn't take much convincing at all. <laughs> Even though at first she yeah, takes him out for a drink and he's like, no, I'm not going back there. It's structured like he's not gonna want to go and then he just goes. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the movie forgot that like, he's just like you need to have those things in a he movie. He just looked at a video of the raptors and he's like, Oh, I miss okay. my raptor. And then, and then he goes. My so they all get together with a they get together with a group of two other people from Claire's activist group. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Justice Smith is an IT technician. He is you might know him from a little movie called Detective Pikachu that came out this year. Yes. Uh, that's the only thing I know him from. He was good in it. Uh, he was good in Detective Pikachu. Not so much in Fallen Kingdom. He's no. an annoying, uh, absolutely worthless except for them hacker man skills character. I. It's weird to me that they just created other new characters for this movie when they had established characters in the previous film that they probably could have just brought back. It did the same shit, yeah. Well, like, there was the other IT guy that worked at Jurassic World in the first one. Yeah. Like, maybe it would have been hard to convince him to come back. But whatever, write it. Because that guy was already an established character, so you could at least use that guy. But, nah, need new ones. Yep. Maybe there's too many white people in Jurassic World. I don't know. Uh, there was. <laughs> there was. Because, but, but, I, well, actually, they deleted one of the... Uh, Owen's friend. He's just gone. Yeah, I don't the know where he's at. The guy that trained the raptors with him. That guy's just gone. They deleted him, and, like, they deleted basically the sidekick to both of our main characters. And then just gave them two new sidekicks who are worse. Yes, way... <laughs> Way worse. Uh, the the other one is uh, uh, let's see here. Not her. Not what well, is she not in the fucking cast list? She's got to be in the cast list, bro. I'm actually not sure because Wikipedia is confusing me. I'm looking at the cast. I feel why, dumb. Why are you using Wikipedia? I'm using it to look at the cast of the film, Jusby, because it's a better resource than IMDb for looking at all of the cast members of a movie, actually. Really? I would say so. Because then you could click on their name really easy. Well, I guess that's also true for IMDb. Shut yeah, up. Same I'm thing. I'm stuck in my ways. I use Wikipedia. 
Uh, I think it's Zia Rodriguez. Was that her name? Yeah. Okay. That's played by Daniela Panetta, who I think I just clicked on and saw was in nothing. So anyway. (laughs) She was less bad. She was. She at least seemed capable and like... Like a brave character, although they kind of it kind of like felt like forced. We need a feminist character in this movie. We yeah, need a don't take shit from the patriarchy males character in this movie. Which, which I'm all, I'm know, all for that. Just don't make it feel forced. Uh, yeah, I'm all for that when it's not written by clearly white dudes who just want to evoke that feeling and don't yeah. know how to actually bring it out and right. make it feel real. Um, yep. you know, and, and it should be easy in this movie where like the villains are white, rich people <laughs> and they still struggled to do it. Um, anyway, let's go to an island. Yeah. Look, we're, we're on, on island. Jurassic world. It's fucking fucked up. It's gone. Volcano everywhere. Oh God. It's going to, it's going to blow up any second now. Uh, th- th- this leads me to a point. I thought of and I wanted to make. Why didn't they just go earlier? Like, they know when the volcano's gonna erupt, right? Yeah. They know it's gonna erupt, like, soon. So why didn't they organize this trip, call up Claire, and she'll call up, you know, Owen, like, a month ago? So that volcano not erupting while they're trying to extract Uh, all the dinosaurs. action man volcano time, you can't get rid of it. Oh, yeah, no, because the volcano has to happen, so that, right. like, it's like, ooh, lava, look out, lava. Right. Whoa, this would be a cool level in a video game. So, the first thing they do is go to get Blue, and Owen rides along with them. He's like, all right, I'm going to get him. Don't touch him. I'll get him. Don't worry about it. And then he and gets they're like, up that's there. a good plan, Chris Pratt. And then they just shoot the dinosaur. <laughs> Yep. And Chris Pratt, like, what the fuck? And then they tranquilize him and leave him there. All right, so we got the twist that they're actually bad people. Let's talk about um, how this makes no sense. Yeah, what the fuck? So the plan that we... Okay, so the the fake plan is we're going to take all these dinosaurs and put them on a nature reserve. The real plan is we're going to take all these dinosaurs and sell them for money. Yeah. I understand that, but at no point in this movie does it seem like they actually have to go save the dinosaurs on the island. The bad guy group, I mean. Yeah. Like, obviously, the other characters want to do that, but the bad guy group has no reason to do that because they literally just have already the dinosaur DNA, and they can make the dinosaurs because they have B.D. Wong working in the basement of the the weird mansion. Yep. Th- this that mansion's really weird. It's like top floor old man house. Next floor dinosaur museum. Next down floor lab, dinosaur cloning lab, and then dinosaurs. bottom bottom floor dinosaur jails and also auction house. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff going on in one house. But big spooky house time. It's a big spooky house time, but we'll get to that in a bit. But but I'm just saying that, it. all right, as the bad guys, it makes no sense that their plan is to go risk their lives, multiple lives, and go steal all these dinosaurs when they could just make new ones. And that's one of the things that doesn't make sense from the outset of this is that the cloning technology is out there. 
they made all these dinosaurs in a lab. This isn't like an endangered species dying out under the threat of the volcano. This is like, you could make more dinosaurs if you want to. And it's a weird point to like, make it seem like an activism thing. Like this has to happen. We have to save the dinosaurs. When like, clearly I guess you don't really have to. And I I know that like, you could argue that just because they're cloned doesn't mean they don't have rights. And they kind of get into that later in this fucking movie. Uh. But, um, fuck it. That's a fucking monster island. (laughs) I don't care if you're the bad guys or the good guys. Why are you risking your lives to go do this? Jesus shit. So, so knowing that their plan is like they need blue as well, because that's the only one they actually need according to their plan, even though they don't even need them once we get down to it later. You, so you need Chris Pratt to get him. That's the conceit for bringing Chris Pratt. Yep. But then you just shoot the dinosaur anyway. Yep. And then you shoot Chris Pratt. Yep. But you shoot Chris Pratt with tranquilizers. Yep. Don't kill Chris Pratt. Right. But then you leave Chris Pratt on the island with the volcano so that Chris Pratt dies. And then you leave everybody else locked in the thing so that they die. Right. So they could have just shot Chris Pratt with real bullets. Right. And just killed Chris Pratt. Right. But then we don't have a movie. Oh, right. I understand. But I'm just saying that the bad guys in this movie are laughably stupid. Yeah, they're horseshit. With no logic whatsoever. Absolute horseshit. There is none of that in this movie. Yep. It's really, really off-putting. It's awful. (laughs) The whole time. So anyway, what 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 starts happening? They're starting to get all the animals off, right? All the yes. dinosaurs. And, in the and meantime, then lava. Yep, in the meantime, lava, everybody trying to escape. They all get uh, out of their respective dis- situations involving some dumb schlock. Chris Pratt has a lava going towards him, but he's half tranquilized. Oh, so he can't move. I can't tell if that scene was supposed to be, like, suspenseful or hilarious. I don't know. It didn't really succeed at either. Nope. But, uh, and then the the better one, the better scene is, I, I well, I mean, I say better. <laughs> Not like it's any good. <laughs> is, uh... Claire and Detective Pikachu kid in the control room trying to escape from a dinosaur that's coming towards them. Uh, Not quite a T-Rex. It was like a smaller T-Rex. I don't know the name of the dinosaur specifically. Trying to get to them through lava and it like burns itself and continues to burn itself to try to get at them. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Because that's how lava works, I guess. And then chases them up through the tube as they're trying to escape. Whoa. But then they get out. I hate it. And then they're running from lava and then also dinosaurs as the entire island explodes. And, uh, what? They get in that, like, weird, one of those weird little hamster balls. And yep. they're running and they're running and they're running and they're running. And but then Chris Pratt don't get in the, the hamster no, ball. But, so he does big know, action man run behind right, it. Right. He still doesn't die. He's fine. Despite being tranquilized, uh, uh, like, a minute ago, he's all right. He's just running at full speed. Action man. Action man. Big action man, Chris Pratt. And whatever, they all go in the water and they're like, geez, glad that's over, glad we didn't die. He like shoots open the hamster ball so they can get out and and whatever. And then they swim to back around the island, I guess, where the other guys are like about to leave. I guess. 
Yeah, I guess. And, and then they like get on the, the they they get on the boat that they're leaving on by driving a truck onto the boat really fast. Like they even have to jump over a gap from the dock to the fucking boat. And yet the bad guys don't notice that they stow away on their boat, even though they have to fucking stunt jump a truck into the boat at high speed. Bad guys don't notice that. Also a uh, sad question mark scene where like a there's like a brontosaurus left and it's just like howling in pain as it dies in lava. This movie has like weird dark moments in it, which like kind of throw the entire tone into question for me. What's the tone of this movie? Is it goofy kids dinosaur movie or is it fucked up? Dark dinosaur movie. It's more fucked up dark dinosaur movie than it is kids dinosaur. But there's movie. a lot of stupid kid dinosaur moments. Too. Right, but they, they exist within it. But the, it doesn't fit the tone at all. It, well, I'm saying it's all over the place. Yeah, what I'm saying uh-huh, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. I so hate it. so whatever. We're on uh, we're on a boat, and uh, we don't spend a whole lot of time here. But a couple dumb scenes happen. They're trying to do something in the T Rex pen. I don't remember what they were trying to do, even. They needed to grab blood transfusion from it to give to Blue, who was losing blood. Okay. Now that they're all harbored up on there. So, oh, so Blue Blue's was going to die if they didn't right. do that. So they okay, ended- so their entire mission, the bad guys, was to get Blue. Uh, as we find out later, the reason to get Blue is that they want it to raise, as a mother, uh, the new raptor they cooked up. Right. Uh, on the recommendation of uh, B.D. Wong, who has now just graduated to evil lackey scientist completely in yeah, this movie. entirely. Because um, bad guy is telling him, like, you know, whatever, we just, you know, just get it done, man. Just get it done. Just make me the evil dinosaur that'll eat me later. Just do it. <laughs> it's like laughably stupid, not thinking about anything except the short term, this man. Rafe Spall's character. Uh, yep. I don't know. I think in some of these scenes, the little girl finds out that something bad's going down, and she's like, you know, curious. She watches vi- watches videos of Blue and Chris Pratt on the on a, on a laptop or something. I, I don't know. It's it doesn't make it doesn't matter. It'll be prevalent later or important later. Uh, what do we do? Chris Pratt almost gets chomped by a T Rex. Who cares? Let's just go to the mansion. This is the good part of the movie, if you will. <laughs> By good, I mean insane. Yeah. This movie goes so far off the rails, so bad, that it almost just becomes compelling. But not in the way that they want it to be, I'm sure. So, what do we got going down here, Josby? We get to Mansion. Right, we get to Mansion, they're bringing dinosaurs on, and then... They're transforming them in, like, cages into the basement. Yes, and then... And then our main characters, uh, who who got in a truck and drove off, and were kind of moving with the envoy, are like, all right, now that we're back on land, we need to get the hell out of here and warn the authorities. And then a big evil man with a gun shows up, points a gun at Chris Pratt, and says, no. No, we're going to put you in jail, cuz. And then you get locked in a cell. (laughs) Yeah, so they're in prison now. Uh, Oh! Oh, and then one of my favorite stupid things happens in the movie. Um, earlier in the film, uh, so little girl finds out that the bad stuff's happening, right? Yeah. And then she's like, Grandpa, 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 bad stuff's happening. He's like, calm down and go to bed. There's nothing wrong. 
And then the next day proceeds to call into his room uh, his fucking, what is it, son or nephew or whatever it is? Nephew, I think. Nephew, I guess. Bro, whoever Rafe Spall's character is. Yeah. Mills. <laughs> uh, calls him in and is like, I know what you're doing. You're making dinosaurs and you're trying to sell dinosaurs. You bastard. You go get that phone over there. <laughs> and you call 911 and you turn yourself in, buster. And then he's like, okay. And then he just, you know, gets a pillow and strangles the old man. Now, see, uh, far be it from me to criticize a genius philanthropist's plan. But I think it would be a good idea if you just called the cops yourself, buddy. And, you know, hey, I know that you're in a wheelchair, so maybe you can't reach the phone. Maybe before you call in your nephew, who's evil, you call in your maid and have her call the cops on him. Yeah. Anything except having him call the cops on himself. Right. Which, I don't know, seems unlikely. At just a little bit. At, yeah, at, at, at the worst, <laughs> unlikely. At best, unlikely. Yeah. That was funny as shit. I don't know who God. I'll just I'll just call him out right now. Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly. Colin Trevorrow, of course, directed the first film and co-wrote it. Uh, so these guys uh, suck at writing <laughs> really bad. Find another career, gentlemen, because that was embarrassing to watch. <laughs> Oh my god. And the rest of the movie isn't much better. No, it's Now just credit tasteless. where credit is due though. Directed by J.A. Bayona. He's alright. I don't think it's the direction that is the problem with this movie. There's some great cool shots. This movie kind of turns into more like I wanna say gothic horror a little bit. And it's mainly just because of the setting. Like there's but there's dinosaurs like in stormy night settings and then inside mansions this big giant mansion and it's like interesting visually yes very uh actually it's really cool looking actually i like a lot of this stuff we get a lot of the best stuff of, of the movie from these shots i'm gonna actually check out this guy's uh movies j.a bayona because everything except this movie <laughs> that he's directed has been critically acclaimed uh, the Orphanage, The Impossible, and A Monster Calls. Okay, yeah. Uh, apparently, those are all excellent. So, I kind of believe in this guy's at least visual flair. Um, I enjoyed that part of this movie. The movie looks good. Which is, this is where it gets good in this part. Uh, like, yeah, it, it looks way better than Jurassic World did. That's the one strength that this movie has. But then the script is so fucking bad, and then the acting is so fucking bad probably because the script is so fucking bad everything else doesn't work not a damn thing about it uh and that is so fucking easy to see in this entire mansion segment so uh we got uh the guy from fucking uh captain america one uh the little nazi sidekick to red skull he's like some rich auctioneer man Yep. And Mills has him be like an auction man for uh, selling all the dinosaurs they stole from the island. 
However, BD Wong's there. And they have all the dinosaur DNA. So they probably could have just made new dinosaurs. And then sold them? But maybe that would have took too long, and this guy wants the money now. Big pay right now. He has a structured settlement, and he needs cash now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, I, and it's funny when they start doing the dinosaur auction, because I, I think they undervalued... <laughs> How expensive that stuff should be. Because it's like, whoa, 20 million for that dinosaur. And I'm like, okay. That is a lot of money to me and you. But these yes. are the richest people in the world in this area. Would they not spend more? Like, this guy is going to spend all his millions immediately. <laughs> I think. It's kind of funny to me. Yeah. It's like, you'd think that like a dinosaur, like a T-Rex... Would be worth so much money, like fucking five hundred million dollars. But instead, it's like you know, do I hear ten million? Do I hear twelve million? Sold for twelve million. Well, that's big number. All the poor people. Look, the like, poor wow. people understand those numbers are big. Ooh, million. That sounds big. So, um, we have the Indoraptor. Here. Yes, here it is. I like the design of the Indoraptor. Sure. It's really sweet looking. It's better than the Indominus Rex, For I think. For sure. Um, I mean, as far as, like, created, made-up dinosaurs for this franchise goes, it's probably the best we're going to get, because I'm kind of sick of them coming up with their own designs for dinosaurs anyway. Because they just did it twice in a row. <laughs> they just did it again! Yeah. And it's like... All right, so the, the, the Indominus Rex was a T-Rex that also had Raptor in it. And then this is a raptor that also has Indominus Rex in it, which is confusing. Yeah. It's like making an Oreo Blizzard out of Oreo Blizzard flavored Oreos. Like, it's just oh, like, you're God. just mixing the genetics back in. <laughs> you had a 50-50 split and you put that inside... A 100% raptor, so is it three-fourths raptor now? Or is that, or is it more? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a big, smart dinosaur. And their conceit is, is this. Their, their conceit for selling these dinosaurs to rich people is that they will use them in war scenarios. Yep. Which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So here's what they expect the Indoraptor to do for the person who would eventually buy it. Uh, so you aim this fucking laser sniper at the target. And then you hit this button on the side, and then it makes the Raptor go after the target you're aiming the laser sight at. I think the amount of time that it would take... <laughs> Alright, so let's go through the steps. Alright, I want to kill somebody, Jusby. Yeah, okay, go I'm ahead. I'm going to assassinate... Uh, Mitch McConnell. Okay, We're going to kill Mitch McConnell. Now, I don't want right, to just snipe Mitch McConnell. I want to use the Indoraptor. Okay? Okay. So we got to load the Indoraptor up. Uh-huh. Uh, it costs uh, millions of dollars every month to feed the Indoraptor, hold the Indoraptor in the basement of my mansion uh, or wherever I store it, you know. Costs millions of dollars for the upkeep over the year. But let's say we just keep shoveling that money at it and shoveling that money at it. And then it's like, okay, we're, uh, you know, it's good. All right, so 
Uh, we got to transport it to Washington. <laughs> all right. So we got to pay for transport. We got to do it secretly because, you know, this is all black market shit. So we got to pay for transport for the Indoraptor. And we have to make sure we transport it secretly. We have to get it all the way to Washington. All right. Now we've transported it. And this is very unsafe, by the way, because this dinosaur will fucking kill you. All right. We got it to Washington. All right. Let it out. All right, hopefully we don't fucking die. <laughs> Let's get away. All right, now that it's running about, or we release the cage or whatever, like, uh, do we time the release of the cage when Mitch comes out? What are we doing here? I don't know. Do we time the, like, like what, what is the timing between releasing him from the cage and aiming the sniper the, the only time that I've known, uh, the only uh, thing that I know getting hurt is I've sniped him, like, 20 times already. <laughs> this is what I'm saying! Yeah. Just shoot him! What the fuck? Agent 47 would have had this handled by now, is all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need the... This is way too elaborate, and they have this bad excuse. Like, we even talked about this last week, where I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Fucking Vincent D'Onofrio's character was like, yeah, could you imagine using these raptors in a war scenario? No, I fucking can't, Vincent D'Onofrio. I can't at all. Because no one's used war dogs for fucking years because we have fucking drone strikes now, you idiot. What the fuck is that going to do that a drone or a tank or all the advanced technology we have can't do? Fucking dinosaur from fucking 2000 million BC going to be better than your sniper rifle? <laughs> oh my <laughs> fucking God. fuck this idea. It's so ludicrously over the top that it's honestly funny. It yeah. honestly made me laugh while it was happening. They go through this whole big process of aiming this laser sight. And like then you hit the button and then it'll attack whatever it's aiming at. That's way more effective than just uh, uh, shooting your target. Whew. Sorry, I had to rant there. It's okay. That was stupid. It's like, it's so dumb. <laughs> but anyway, so we got our, our protagonist figure out a way to break out of jail. Uh, yeah, Chris Pratt tricks uh, one of those dinosaurs with the big uh, round uh, brick head, the hammerhead dinosaur, yeah, whatever. To break through. To break through the wall and then break through the bars and then break through into the rich people, our auction room, and start bowling them over like pins. That part was great. Yeah. I really love those rich people flying through the air. Mm-hmm. So chaos starts <laughs> ensuing at the good old big mansion mansion. <coughs> mm-hmm. This is the best shit in the movie, I think. Yes. All the stuff in the mansion, really. It's fun. Yeah, this is where the movie gets It's fun. dumb as shit, like we've already described multiple times, but, like, man, seeing Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome, get fucking gored by an Ankylosaurus, man, I swear. Who boy. Is it an Ankylosaurus? I'm talking about the I one with the right. big hard head. I, I might be right. I think you're right. I'm trying to remember playing Lego Jurassic World, and I can't right now because this movie destroyed my brain cells. I don't remember anything. <laughs> they aimed the laser at my brain, and the the Indoraptor attacked my brain specifically because they aimed it at my brain, and then I don't have brain cells anymore. Very good, good. I'm glad. <laughs> so chaos starts ensuing, and then eventually, when everybody everybody gets to running away from this sweet boy, running everybody over. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hunterman shows up mm-hmm. and decides that he's going to be We didn't even old. talk about him. Yeah. That's Buffalo Bill. 
Yeah, that's okay. He's still doing stuff, I guess. And he decides he's gonna he's gonna hit the Indoraptor with some tranks because he's a big bitch boy. His he has this weird, uh, I guess, side plot where he steals teeth. Like fetishization, from dinos, fetishization he, wants, he wants this cool necklace of dino teeth. So he's like, "What is this new dinosaur? I'm gonna steal its tooth." And then we have this moment, Jusby, <laughs> where what I what I okay, this is what happens, but it's gonna sound like I'm making it up. But this is really what happens. The dinosaur pretends to be asleep yes. while he's taking this tooth out, opens its eye towards the camera, and smiles and winks at us. And then pretends to go back to sleep. It only does this for the benefit of the camera filming the film. So it's doing it for the audience. Yep. The Indoraptor is aware of the fourth wall. <laughs> it's so OP. <laughs> they shouldn't have made it so genetically superior that it is able to know it's in a Jurassic Park movie. That's fucking crazy. Uh, so, uh, and then it kills the guy, predictably so. Chomps his whole ass arm off in a gorier scene than I would expect to see in a PG-13 movie. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, hey. So, in the meantime, while all of this auction shit's happening, we have the granddaughter Mm -hmm. discovering who she is. That happens a little after because they escape and they run into Rafe's ball again. Right, that's when we're And he tells her, he's like, you have an idea what she is? She's a clone! Like, oh boy, they cloned a human. Yeah. Great. Admittedly, I think if we had the technology from Jurassic Park... We clone humans. You could clone humans, probably before you could even extract the fucking amber and make dinosaurs, to be honest. Because you have the human DNA now. Right. Because we exist currently. Right. Uh, So the dino DNA seems to be a little harder, to be honest. But, uh... But still, human cloning is such a ludicrous concept that that is kind of it's it hard never, to stomach it being in this. It never works out well, <sighs> and, and, and it did was, not. It didn't even matter. She wasn't his granddaughter. His daughter didn't have a daughter. It's a clone of his daughter because he missed his daughter. Yeah, now which is so her, dumb. I need you to understand that the whole point of this side plot is for one line in the movie. And it's a dumb one. We'll get to that. That has line. a lot of ramifications. So we, after this point, we spend a lot of time of boys just running away from Endoraptor. The Endoraptor, I mean, uh, this is he's what this sneaking is. Sneaking around the house and murking people like Solid Snake. It's fucking dope. It's shot really well. Uh, it's great. Uh, all the rich people are killed. I, I think. Well, some of them escape. A some lot of them escape, escape. A lot of them die. I'm so happy that th- this movie literally eats the rich. Yes. <laughs> what you gotta do, man. Sick the Indoraptor on him. Yep. It'll eat the rich. Bites the hand that feeds it. Yeah, Let's go. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, then, after a lot of just action scene after action scene, Chris Pratt being action man, we end up with a standoff between the Indoraptor and, uh, and our main cast on a rooftop. Yeah. At some point, they release Blue. That's important to note. Yeah, Blue gets Blue released. Blue releases... Blue releases itself. No, that's what happened. No, no, no. Right? No. Do they release Blue? Yeah, they release Blue. Oh no, it's the side characters. That's yeah, right. I almost Blue. forgot about them in the mix of all this. Yeah, they're 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 still under they're still under guard by uh by military men. 
Well, well, in a in a in a classic comedy mix-up, uh, Justice Smith gets caught up in being part of the evil group, and he just has to pretend to be because there's some misunderstanding. Yeah. So then he like helps uh, the other girl who like got kidnapped by them way earlier to try and like help Blue live. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Because she's like a veterinarian or something. Yeah. That probably has a lot of experience being a veterinarian to dinosaurs. But anyway, um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, uh, they let Blue free to attack... The guard boys. Uh, the guard boys. Yeah. Who drag BD Wong away, and I think they still escape with the fucking dino DNA. They do. Uh, which admittedly feels like a setup for a sequel, but then by the end of this movie, when we see how this movie ends, it almost, I honestly could just be a red herring at this point. I don't really know. Um, whatever. So that happens. Blue escapes. Blue literally runs away from an explosion like he's an action hero. Yes. It's funny. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this shot because it was in all the trailers. The trailers give away a lot more than I would actually like. Yeah. Now, granted, this movie is dumb as shit, but but I think just a general rule should have been the trailer should have just stuck to stuff on the island and made it seem like that's all the movie was. Yeah. All the stuff in the mansion feels like that should have been hidden. That stuff's fun and would have served as a better surprise if it was executed better, I should say. Right. But you know what I mean. Yeah, so Blue gets out, and there's a couple scraps between the Indoraptor and Blue. And yeah... As they do. It's supposed to be its mom, but it clearly fucking hates it and is willing to attack it at all times. Yes. So, uh, I'm not sure how well, well that plan is Well, that's a prototype. The actual out. one is supposed to... Right, I forgot that... Yeah. Oh, no, because that's right. Because they're not even supposed to sell the Indoraptor. Yeah, but then they... But then like... Idiot Man is like, they're already bidding on it. This is like if they unveiled, like, I don't know. What's a game that they unveiled at E3 this year? Just any game. Uh, I don't know, uh... Let's just say the new Guilty Gear. That was an Evo, but sure. I, the new Guilty Gear shows up at Evo, and they're like, all right, this is coming out soon. And then people in the Evo audience go, I'll bid a million dollars for it to have it right now. And then everybody starts bidding them up, like two million, three million, four million, five million, and then they give them a copy of it. It's not done. <laughs> How are you buying it? And then that dude is such a rich idiot, but he has short-term goals, so he's just like, yeah... Give them it. Give them the dangerous prototype Indoraptor. We'll make more. Psh. And if that's the flippant attitude he has about selling dinosaurs, then they should have just made more instead of risking people to go to the dinosaur island to steal dinosaurs. But he doesn't care about them. But, you know, I feel like we're making man. the same points over and over again because this movie is constantly stupid. Yes. Constantly. Speaking of stupid. <sighs> yeah. We have this standoff now at the roof. Oh, yeah. In the Indoraptor. Important to note, Claire gets injured before this happens. In her leg. Claire behind. She gets stabbed through the leg. Leggy. Can't walk. Stabbed through leg. Just remember that, okay? Yeah. All right, continue, Jusby. So, they go up on this big glass roof that leads down into the big foyer. Very cool looking. Yeah, cool looking I love shot. the dark, stormy night setting with dinosaurs. That's cool shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chrome Absolutely. So... Their uh, Chris Pratt and little granddaughter girl are backed up against the side of the house. They have nowhere else to go. And the Interaptor's coming, but the glass is starting to crack. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, the Interaptor's aware of it, and he's trying not to step on it. Right. But Claire, injured Claire, by the way, mm -hmm. somehow catches up to them. 
This is why I brought that up. Yep. Because the fact that she just ignores the fact that she has a stabbed through leg is hilarious. And also par for the course for this movie. Yep. Because logic doesn't exist. No. Anymore. So she whips out... Remember that gun that directs the Indoraptor? Yeah, she whips that shit out. Yeah. And she targets Chris Pratt with it. Yeah, I was confused at first, but then, like, the, the reasoning for it is even stupider than you could imagine. Yep. Yeah. So... She activates it, and the Indoraptor comes to Chris Pratt, and he does a big action man slide. <laughs> and yeah, he totally does. <laughs> yep. Oh man. And then the Indoraptor uh, almost falls through the glass, but then gets back up, and it's like, oh, here we go, we're fucked. And then, well, big fake out. Blue shows up and knocks him down into the glass, and impales the Indoraptor, and it's dead. Yeah, in a in a kind of uh, tribute to the original. When dinosaurs ruled the earth, ending shot in Jurassic Park one, when yeah. the, the little banner falls down, even though it's a raptor on top of a raptor, whatever. It, there's a couple little callbacks like that. There was a the part with like the little girl going through down the dumbwaiter, yeah, and it looked just like the scene where uh, the girl from Jurassic Park one was trying to sh- shut the door before the raptor attacked her, yeah, in the kitchen. Uh, that was weird. Very weird. It was weird that it was just exactly the same thing. Yeah, I'm like. I know it's a reference, but it was also just exactly the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so they, so this whole that whole plot line gets resolved, and side to side characters show up, and they go, "Hey, need you to check something out." So they all go down into the labby lab. Yep. And they discover that, uh uh-oh, the dinosaurs are dying. They've run out of oxygen. The ventilation system is all busted up. And the Indoraptor being a big dick. I don't know. The Indoraptor destroyed it. Oh, okay. Why did it do that? Because he was just flailing around killing people. All right. And so now they have to make a decision. In order, the only way these dinosaurs will live is if they get freed. And this Claire, an, this is an interesting trolley problem. <laughs> yeah, this is the trolley. <laughs> it's problem, not really an interesting one. Yes, this is the trolley problem, like beat for beat. Okay. Literally, it's just. Oh, if you push the button, you save the dinosaurs. But if but you let all the dinosaurs out, you are literally just releasing them into America to just go and kill people, <laughs> a lot of people. So. Uh, I think the sensible answer to this problem... Let them let die. Let the dinosaurs die, like I've fucking said since the beginning of this movie with the volcano. Like, literally, they just have the same problem twice. And the movie's like... And Claire immediately goes like, yeah, we're gonna do it. And then she has a second guess. And they're like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, that's actually interesting that she changed her mind. She actually learned something. Yeah. Like, that- hey, dinosaurs eat people. Did you know that? Yeah, right. Dinosaurs kill people. Did you know that? They and, would if they were real. Right. Like they would do that. Well, then their dinosaurs are, were real. <laughs> well, they didn't. I don't, they didn't kill people. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. The common, uh, contrary to the Flintstones, I don't think they existed at the same time. No. <laughs> so she's ready to hit the button. And she doesn't. We're like, oh man, all right, all right. She's learning something, and then the button gets pressed, and it's Clone Girl. Oh uh, yep. And let me let me set this up for you. This entire plot line, when they go over her her past, and they're like they do the big reveal, oh she's a clone, is has no other bearing on this movie whatsoever besides this one line that she says, and she says, "They're alive, just like me." 
The music flares up and uh, all the dinosaurs run outside of the mansion. The clear implications being that, like, you know, I'm a clone. They're clone. <laughs> yeah. Save the clones. Now, key difference between little girl and uh, dinosaurs. She uh, can't eat people? Can't eat people, can't murder people. Well, it can murder people. But, can't but, eat people. But not in mass like a T-Rex can. Right. Uh, this is obviously going to have multiple... Uh, fallouts in, in the next movie. Like, there's gonna be a lot of problems about dinosaurs just roaming around the fucking world. And honestly, there's nothing preventing a stray farmer with a shotgun from killing them. So, like, releasing him into the wild is highly irresponsible as it is. Uh, like, what, are they gonna go capture all of them? That looks like a tall order from how they present it at the end of this movie. That little girl, basically, when you get down to it, is just responsible for the deaths of hundreds, probably. Thousands, <laughs> Let's probably. Let's be real. It's it's unrealistic to think that no humans die in the next Jurassic World movie. Mm-hmm. Because every single one of these has some people die. Some people go and get eaten by dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen, no matter what. Yep. And then, and then we cut to a scene where big, rich, dummy man... Walking around with the sample from the beginning of the movie. Right. And he's trying to get out, and then he gets killed by a dinosaur. It are, it happens immediately. Yep, now, we don't feel it. sympathy for that guy dying, but, like, what if that was just someone going out to get their mail? Right. <laughs> that, like, like, come on. They show us the montage after this over Jeff Goldblum narration of, like, you know, there's, like, a T-Rex roaring at a line at the zoo. So it breaks into a cage at the zoo. So that's that's going to be fun if they show the end of that scene. Uh, well, the most terrifying one, although admittedly I guess this isn't the girl's fault, is the big giant fishadon in the ocean while there's surfers surfing. Like, did that one just escape of its own free will, you think? I think so, yeah. Okay, so still indirectly the fault of the characters from the first movie, kind of, I guess. Yeah. Uh, at least some of them, you know. They kind of go with this, like, weird, like, he tries to make Claire and Owen feel more responsible, and, like, I, I don't know how much of that I buy. Maybe Claire more than Owen. Yeah, I Owen, I don't Owen think. did. I don't, <laughs> Owen trained raptors, and he, like, implies that, like, you know, you, you change the world because, like, you training of raptors means that we're gonna train raptors to fight people. I'm like, no, that wouldn't happen, because who would use raptors in a war scenario? Nobody. Like, all the reasons I yelled about earlier. And there's only one of them left that Chris Pratt trained. That's yeah, it. that's... The, yeah, it's just Blue. And he doesn't have Blue at the end of the movie. Because Blue goes, you know, goes off. <laughs> this movie is a mess. I can't. But it's sort of an interesting mess. There are some great parts about it, but... Like, there's segments of it that are awesome. And then the rest of it, like, the script is just bad. The acting, for the most part, is not great. Visually, it's pretty good. The volcano part's a little sketch. The, the, the directing of the visuals is the best part of the movie. Right. It's the strongest aspect of the movie. Absolutely, but mm-hmm. that's about it. So, here's the thing. And I've been debating this all day, actually, before we record. Where does it go in the ranking? Right below Jurassic Park 2. Above Jurassic Park 3. I think that's fair. I think I agree with you. But it's really hard for me to say because, like, honestly, this movie was so bonkers that I would see myself watching it before 2 again. 
But two also is more. It's a better movie still. It's a better movie. It knows what it's doing more. It's still a failure. But a little bit less but than one. Like you know, it, it tries to do similar things to this movie, and I think it succeeds at them more. Yeah. By having it smaller scaled, uh, like visually, Fallen Kingdom is way more interesting than Lost World. But Lost World does still have the San Diego sequence, which is still a well-executed fun sequence. That's like one of my favorite Jurassic Park scenes in general. And it's the best thing that that movie has going for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's probably better than this one. Because this one so. is such a incoherent mess that has so many nonsensical aspects to it that I can't really justify ranking it high, even though... Visually, it's really interesting, and I think the ideas are good, but executed so poorly that it feels unintelligible. Yep. Um, and I think that's just going to continue into the third one, although I'm really interested to where they take this, because clearly they're just going with this dinosaurs now just are part of life aspect, like... The- <laughs> As Jeff Goldblum narrates over it. And he's like, this is Jurassic World. This should have been the only scene with him in the movie, by the way. Like, I think that you should have just... Uh, they they probably wanted to advertise that he was in the movie to begin with. But Jeff Goldblum's role is essentially just a cameo where he's in two court scenes. And he doesn't interact with any of our other characters. So, cut the first one. Just only have him at the end in a cameo. Because that would probably be cooler. And also, don't advertise the fact that he's in the movie, because that would take people by surprise. And they'd be like, oh, cool, it's Chef Goldblum to show up and just say, hey, hey, guys, remember when I said I was right? It happened a third time. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that being said, our, our ranking for Jurassic Park is Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park 2, Jurassic World of colon, Fallen Kingdom, <laughs> and Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, that's still the worst, because it's just, it, it offers the least. It's just dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that ranking. That ranking makes sense to me. Um, I, there's a new one coming out 2021. We'll watch if it. If we're still podcasting, and I hope we are, because this yeah. is fun. Uh, Probably. We'll watch it when it comes out and add it to the list, sublet it in. Uh, and we're gonna keep doing that with uh, you know any franchise we start we'll watch the other ones that come out as they go yeah because unfortunately I think every single franchise we've talked about so far is probably gonna get another one oh yeah uh, except Gremlins yeah Gremlins um, will get another one. that's the only one that I know there isn't actively one in development like there's more Halloweens coming there's probably another Rocky coming I have to at least assume there is there's at least gotta um, be Creed yeah and I, I assume there's more Aliens and Predator movies because there will be forever they're obviously already planning Jurassic World 3. It's been planned as a trilogy from the outset, so, I mean, at least it'll be done after that. It won't be done after that. Yeah. So, is there anything you want to say about this franchise before we're gone? Yeah, um, as far as overall spread out quality, this is one of the worst franchises we've watched on the Get I think so, because every single one sucks except the first one. Right. Uh, and well, world is okay. Like world's like uh like it's, what would you give it, it out of ten? Like a seven. Or a That's six. fair. That's fair. It is just okay. Um, yeah, yeah. There are there are parts where I was entertained by most of the movie. I was like, this is either a rehash of one or it's a more boring version of one. I don't really care. I think there's that other much. good things in the franchise that aren't 
movies. Like, there's a lot of video games. Yeah. And some of them are fun. Uh, I've heard semi-good things about that new uh, park creator one that yeah. came out last mm-hmm. year uh, to tie in with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, I liked the Lego game. Uh, I'm a big fan, actually, the more I play of it, of that stupid gun game that's at our local arcade. I think that came out to tie in with Jurassic Park 3. I don't know the name of it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's this game where like you sit inside this big thing and you have two turret-esque guns and you just shoot at the dinosaurs. It's really funny considering how this movie portrays the dinosaurs. And it's like, oh... Oh, we have to save them. And then this game is just about shooting the fucking shit out of those dinosaurs. <laughs> like you're the colonial marines. Right. <laughs> God. Um, it's funny shit. Uh, that game's fun. Um, I, I don't know. There's so many Jurassic Park games, but I know that a lot of them are bad. Uh, a lot of the tie-in tie-in ones are bad. Like, like at least like this Park Simulator one has actually... Nothing to do with Jurassic World 2, and is just kind of its own weird idea. So, at least they thought about it on those terms. Um, I guess that's about all I have to say about it. The future of this franchise is not only the upcoming Jurassic World 3, though. Uh, there is a Netflix cartoon coming, I think, next year. Not gonna watch it. Uh, me either. <laughs> I am so done with these movies, and we're going to move on. You know what that means. It's time. It's time to spin the wheel. Insert song here. All right. Now, Jusby, uh, go over, you know, once you edit in the song. Welcome aboard, mateys. Roundy bones, roundy bones. Take what he will, but don't roundy bones. Spin the wheel for the treasure to take. Careful, my friend, or he'll shake it. Rattle me bones, turn the lights low, there's a frightening glow, but don't rattle me bones. Rattle me, rattle me, rattle me bones, you can use your skill to take what you will. You can take your pill, but don't rattle me bones. Battery sold separately from ideal. All right, it's done. Okay. (laughs) You could edit that really funny if you want. What's on the wheel, just for the kids out there that don't remember? All right, what I'm on here first is, uh, unfortunately, uh... Resident Evil, a.k.a. Just Be Quits. Right, that's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> and that's all the Resident Evil movies that suck dick. Can then we, we have uh, That's How Mafia Works, which is... That's the Godfather The Godfather films, movies, the yes. Yeah. We have Dick Hard, which is the Die Hard films. Yeah. We have the Psycho franchise. It just says Psycho. On I couldn't film. come up with a joke. I should probably put up like Momfucker or something. Yeah, know. Momfucker no. 3000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite rapper. You have Thursday the 14th, which is supposed to be Friday the 13th, yeah, which sure. makes no sense. It would be Thursday the 12th. Look, it doesn't have to happen before. It's just a date that can happen, okay? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, just, just as likely. trying to cover your tracks. Just as likely. Yeah, you have Batman. That would be all the Batman, all the movies that Batman stars in. Right. Uh, so no Suicide Squad. Live action. Either. We're not going to watch all the animated ones. I would put Lego Batman in there because I want to watch it. That's the only one I would put, though. Okay, fine. Um, that's, a, that's a theatrically released one. I would say theatrically released films that Batman stars in. All right, fine. That's that. That's that. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Then we have Brandon Fraser. That's, uh, that's the Mummy films. That's a trilogy of uh, Mummy movies. Yep. A mummy movie. And Robocop. Robo yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah. Then Indiana Jones. 
Now that's a good one to land on. That's a three out of four good. Right. I, I hope we land on that one. that one. And then Back to the oh, Future. That's actually the best one to land on because all the movies are good. I just know that as a fact. Yes. Um, however, I guess depending on what you like from our show, maybe you don't want us to land on that. Because uh, admittedly, I had a lot of fun bitching this episode about a terrible movie. So... Maybe that'll continue, Jusby. So it's your turn to spin the wheel. Are you ready? Fuck. I can't wait to quit. Ready? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, dude. Haga! What we got? Indy! Holy shit! We are watching Indiana Jones, I'm fellas. Okay with this. That's good. I like all those movies except for the one that I don't like. Yep. <laughs> so next week we will be back watching Indiana Jones. Oh my god, we can't escape the Steven Spielberg produced madness, apparently. Um so In the big orange fucker. That's only a four weeker. Uh that's fine by me. Yeah. So what are we replacing Indy with? Uh we gotta discuss that real this quick. Question. Something, let me look at a, let me look at a list of any franchises. other Spielberg bullshit we could put on this. Oh God, probably. Now we already have Back to the Future on there. Though. That's similar. that's that's a Robert Zemeckis. Or yeah, but it's similar. That too? I, I mean, think, it's like I think he's involved somehow, franchise. but like it's similar in tone. It's what I mean. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, Go grab a dry race. You figured out. How many horror movies you got on there right now? Hold on. Grab race marker. Grab the marker. I got marker. Mark it up. How many horror? I yeah. guess Resident Evil counts. It, it, it counts. And then uh, we have... Does the mummy count? Yeah, sure. The mummy and counts. And then we have Friday the 13th. We have Psycho as well. And Psycho, yeah. I want to put another horror one on there. Because so we can close Halloween. After Indie, it'll be more likely for us to have a good Halloween time with some horror films. All right, what do we got? Is that cool by you? Absolutely. What do we uh, got? I, we have multiple ones I could choose from. Uh, Texas Chainsaw, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Keep going. Uh, Leprechaun. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, save that for March. Yeah, okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. There's too many. Um. I want you to put Texas Chainsaw on there. Can you do okay, that for me? Okay, absolutely. All right. I, that's my that's my pick. I don't know if you want to veto that. Nope. That is a messy franchise, and I'm not meaning that as a pun. I'm, I just mean that uh, very much like what we watched this go around with, with Jurassic Park, the only one worth talking about is probably the first one. And all the other ones are crap. But uh, that would be funny Can, content, can you do me a favor honest. and read what I wrote on this square? Texas is a mediocre state. <laughs> That's a big state to be just mediocre. Damn. But I agree. <laughs> Are movies from Texas dumb? Are shoes from Texas dumb? Uh, all, right. all right. Well, God, I hope that, that doesn't happen, even though I recommended it. All right. But hey, whatever. And next week, we are watching Raiders. I'm hyped. Hell yeah, dude. That's a good movie. Indiana Holy Jones shit. was my literal favorite thing growing up as a kid. It yeah. also means I get to talk about the, uh, in my opinion, the third best Indiana Jones thing, which is Indiana Jones the Fate of Atlantis. Oh, yeah. You're definitely going to talk about that. I'm going to well, talk a lot we'll, about we'll that. We'll save that for the Crystal Skull episode so you yeah. can talk about what Indy 4 should have been. Right. Because that's, that's probably like what that That's what I feel like Indy 4 should have been, and I will explain why. I it's, mean, there's a lot of answers to that question. I think it just shouldn't have been. That's my answer. You make it just copy that story that was already written for you. Yeah, that's fine. And do it in not 2008 or whatever. Right. Because like, old Harrison Ford. 
even though that was 10 years ago at this point. He was old then. He's old now. If they do another indie, he's just going to be like a decrepit man. Yeah. That's going to be fucking scary movie. He's, he's, he's going to... So he's going to walk up to him. He's still going to be teaching at the university. And the kid's going to ask him a question. He's going to be like, Fuck off! <laughs> I already work around the clock. 